When you want to break up your fall monotony with something new and interesting to eat, try Blue Apron's two-in-four serving menu plans with those hard-to-find ingredients sure to spice up your weekend. With 60-plus options each week, you can choose from an ever-changing mix of high-quality meat, fish, vegetarian, WW-recommended, and health-conscious offerings. Get a $100 gift card, plus enjoy $130 off across your first six orders when you place an order by September 23rd. Visit blueapron.com unique2022. Looking for news that cuts through the noise? Want the unfiltered inside scoop on today's top headlines? Then it's time for you to check out News Talk 105.9 WMAL. Home to radio legends Dan Bongino, Mark Levin, Ben Shapiro, and more. WMAL delivers agenda-free coverage of everything going on in the DMV and around the globe. Visit WMAL.com or download the WMAL app to tune in live today. News Talk 105.9 WMAL. Making sense of the news. The Texas Baseball Report with your host, Rip Griffin. Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for tuning into this episode of the Texas Baseball Report. I'm your host, Rip Griffin. You can follow me on Twitter at RipGriffin3. You can find this show at Texas Baseball Report on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and also at TexasBaseballReport.com. The Astros continue to dominate as they had another impressive series sweep over the Minnesota Twins today. They are coming off a series sweeps at home against the Mariners, against the Tigers, and now the Twins. They are 10-0 over their last 10 games, and they continue to do it with pitching. Timely pitching, great pitching, and it's none, none other than one Justin Verlander. Justin Verlander has been absolutely phenomenal this season, and we are going to continue to see his vintage Justin Verlander like we've seen throughout his entire career. You know, stepping away from from baseball for the last two years as he he recovered from Tommy John, I think it kind of reinvigorated himself a little bit. I was listening to uh, MLB uh, Network Radio the other day, and Julia Morales, who covers the Astros, who is uh, the field reporter for the Astros, and she was on uh, High Heat with uh, Alana Rizzo. And they were talking about Justin Verlander, and they were talking about how he's been able to be so dominant at such uh, a high velocity that we've seen at age 39, I mean, he is getting up there in, in age, which is, I mean, we all do that. <laughs> we, all, we, we will all get there. But just hearing what uh, Julie Morales had said about Verlander and, you know, his his demeanor with, with the club, he, he missed being a part of that. And he's been re-energized. He's been um, what they kind of, you know, even though the Astros have continued to kind of watch Verlander and what he's been able to uh, do this season. And uh, Julian Morales said it best in his last outing. He got up to 100 to 100 pitches, which is where he wanted to be. And now, like she said, the governor is off and the Astros are, are ready to get, you know, let them turn loose. And 
when they get kind of past this six-man rotation that the Astros are currently on. And it's all due because of this massive streak of games that they have. 34 games and 33 games, 34 days, excuse me. They need to have these pitchers have an, an extra day of rest. They just had a, a day off on May 9th. They don't have another day off until May 26th. So it's definitely something that the Astros are going to continue to watch with Justin Verlander. But all in all, he's been absolutely phenomenal. And we saw it in this series against the Minnesota Twins in that game one because he had a no-hitter going. He had a no-hitter going uh, up until the eighth inning. So, uh, you know, he came into that game with a uh, with a 3-1 record with a 1.93 ERA. And so he just continued to, to dominate. He flirted with that no-hitter. Uh, just some stats to kind of show you where Justin Verlander is right now after his outing. You know, he's currently ranked fourth in ERA with a 1.55, which after that start on Tuesday, that's where he's at now. He's sixth in innings pitch at 40.2 he's first in opponent on base percentage with a 150 first in whip with a 0.64 his winning percentage is tied for fourth at 800 and he's one of 18 pitchers that are tied with four wins this season alone so that kind of just goes to show what Justin Verlander has been doing this season and you know, I think a lot of these other pitchers the starting pitchers like Frammer and Luis Garcia Jake Odorizzi and even the bullpen guys, Hector Neres, Rafael Montero, they're all seeing these guys, and even Ryan Presley as well, they're seeing Verlander work, and they're seeing how, how well he's performing, and that's where they want to be at. They want to be at that elite level that Verlander is, and it, it's so important to have him back in this rotation, even though we don't have uh, Lance McCullers yet. When Lance McCullers comes back, it's going to be, one of those things that the Astros are going to have to kind of revamp the rotation a little bit. But, I mean, getting McCullers back, you've got Verlander, you've got Jose Urquidy, you've got Framer, you've got Luis Garcia. What they do with Christian Javier and Jake Rizzi, that's a good problem to have. That really is. And when we see McCullers come back, which is probably not going to be until maybe around the All-Star break, but... Getting him back, oh, the rest of the American League and the National League East, who the Astros play in interleague play this year, better watch out. With teams like the Yankees that are currently leading their division, the Twins, like they, even though they just came off this series uh, sweep loss against the Astros, the Twins are still leading the, the American League Central. Teams like the White Sox and uh the Seattle Mariners are, are are two teams that come to mind that were supposed to kind of be more into contention in their division races this year. Aren't really showing that this year. Uh, when we look at, you know, Boston, Boston is another team that just has not gotten off to the right foot. They are currently ranked fifth in the American League East at 11 and 20. Uh, Detroit, I think Detroit has probably, probably been the team that has been the most surprising because we all expected them to be a little bit more uh, up there and within the division race, the White Sox are currently at 15 and 14. So uh, the Guardians are at 515 and 15. So teams that we're starting to see, especially in the American League, that were supposed to kind of be there, the uh, Tampa Bay and Toronto are going to go back and forth between second and third. It all depends on how the Yankees continue to do. Uh, Pitching's been okay. You know, started off kind of rough, but... We're going to see kind of 
things kind of start to take shape. We're seeing teams kind of slowly start to distance themselves within the division. You know, the Astros are right now, after this series sweep over the Twins, are currently a half a game up over the Angels, who are 21-12. and 12. So they just lost their um, – they got a, a one-game losing streak right now where the Astros have won 10 in a row. They're 9-4 and four at home, 12-7 and seven on the road. Uh, they've scored 131 runs, but runs against has been pretty phenomenal at 97 runs against, which is right now currently looks like second in the American League, only behind the, the Yankees. So, I mean, even though we look at the the National League as well, some teams that we thought might be able to contend, Atlanta's right there at 15 and 17 under 500, which they kind of were last year. Uh, Milwaukee is kind of being one of those teams that has kind of come up through the ranks in the, in the uh, National League Central uh, St. Louis, Pittsburgh, the Cubs. I think the Cubs are probably a surprising team as well. Cincinnati, of course, we all know what they're they're dealing with. But as far as I mean, everything that's that's kind of shaping up right now with how this season's going, the Astros are they're they're in the driver's seat. They really are. Just by looking at what these other teams in the divisions, both in the American League and National League, are doing, and the Astros are are there. They're at twenty one and eleven now. So. It's going to be interesting to see how everything kind of pans out. You know, they are on this nine-game road stretch right now that they just wrapped up with the Twins. They've got the Nationals that are currently, like I mentioned, in last place. Then they got the Boston Red Sox that are also in last place. So there's a lot of favorable wins that kind of play into the Astros' favor. And, then, of course, they come back home next week, and then they take on the Texas Rangers, who are currently right now 13 and 17, who just won tonight also against the Kansas City Royals. So a lot of things for the Astros that they can get back into and kind of distance themselves. You know, it kind of plays into, you know, what, what are the Angels going to do? Because if the Angels kind of start to fall off, then that kind of gives the Astros a little bit more breathing room within this division as well. So a lot of great things that the Astros are doing right now. I know it was a struggle there at the beginning of the season. They got, in, they got off to that little bit of a hot start. They kind of cooled off a little bit, but now they're kind of looks like they're starting to get find that groove again um a lot of got of guys like kyle tucker who's got off that slow start seems like he's kind of starting to turn it around had a home run today which looked like it wasn't even going to be a home run but it kind of just carrying just a little bit over the wall there and you know that's kind of the thing with with target field there in minnesota the wind kind of swirls around a little bit so it kind of got up there and just had a high arc i think it was around a 40 uh, 40 degree launch angle so it wasn't uh, exit velo was, was was right there around 100, 100 101 but it was maybe able to get out and that's good for Kyle Tucker to get back into it you were on Alvarez homer twice today and that win uh, that five to nothing win uh, over the twins so it was good to get his offensive back going played a little bit defensive last night in that uh, suspended game which went up to the, about to the fourth inning and then uh, the game took over today and that sixth inning and that home run that I was kind of talking about with Kyle Tucker, he got things started. And then from there, the Astros just continue to, to do things, whether uh, it's pitching, whether it's, it's offense. It's kind of one of those things of pitching is there, but offense kind of kind of follow. And that's kind of one of the things I heard this week as well with the Astros that sometimes when the pitching is there, the offense lags behind a little bit. Or the offense is there, the pitching kind of lags behind. Pretty soon, those two are going to gel. And then from there, it's going to be lights out for the rest of the American League, especially the National League as well. And it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun for these two, um, this series. 
these this, that's fixing to come up and even the series after that I'm, I'm looking forward to that yankee series coming up here pretty soon i think that one's in, in june so that one's going to be coming up here pretty soon it's going to be uh boston i'm curious to see how this boston series is going to go because even though the boston red sox are kind of faltering a little bit but i don't know even you get a little bit more better competition you kind of play a little bit better. We saw that last season with the Astros as well. But all in all, I mean, you're coming off a, a, a seven-game series sweep at home, which is something the Astros haven't done since 2003. And then they come onto the road, sweep the Twins, going 21-3, and three, outscoring the Twins. So that's, I mean, tells you right now, right there that, that the offense is kind of starting to find its groove. You've got guys like Justin Verlander who throws a no-hitter into the eighth inning. He would have had that if, uh, you know, Gary Sanchez kind of slaps the ball to the opposite field. But it was kind of one of those things. We've seen Verlander get it, get that no-hitter before, and we we know that they're, they're tough. And I think he was a little relieved at, after that point. Um, curious to see or hear how uh, the elbow's doing after that uh, – that lengthy amount of, of pressure put on his arm. But, you know, just like by listening to a lot of the interviews, uh, a lot of the broadcasters that cover the Astros, and they all, you know, continue to say that Verlander is doing phenomenal. Jose Urquidy is as well. Didn't uh, get to do a whole lot in that uh, game, in that suspended game. Uh, he, I mean, he came into that game, he was 2-1 and one with a 4.56 ERA. Had a really good outing, his last outing. Kept the ball down in the zone, which is good because he had a lot of ground balls. Didn't get very many strikeouts, but that's Jose Urquidy. That's how he he, he pitches. He pitches uh, to contact. He pitches for ground balls. And he may not get a whole lot of strikeouts, but that's okay. I mean, if the ball's staying low in the zone and he's doing what he needs to do, he's got the defense to back him up with guys like uh, Alex Bregman, Jeremy Pena, even in the outfield, uh, Michael Brantley and, and Yuli Gurriel there at first base, a gold glove first baseman that can scoop anything out of the ground. So, and even too, Louis, uh, today, game three uh, against the Twins, Luis Garcia was absolutely phenomenal. Nine strikeouts today. The kid continues. He continues to improve every outing. And that's something that as Astros fans watch him continue to blossom, He's going to be a Cy Young candidate. He's going to be one that's going to be in the talks. He was in already a Rookie of the Year candidate last season. Luis Garcia is, is going to be a fun one to watch. Good command on the breaking ball. The fastball is there. His overall, I'm going to look to see what his overall percentage was in, in that outing today because he just, nine strikeouts, nine strikeouts and over five innings. Nine strikeouts in five innings. That just goes to show how good command that he has of all his pitches. And it's it's going to be fun to watch. Then you've got guys like Jake Odorizzi as well, who even though got off to that rough start, has dominated in his last three outings. The Jake Odorizzi slander should be over with now. Jake Odorizzi is a guy that I think we are all going to continue to watch. And I think having, like I mentioned, having Verlander back in that rotation has done something, has given these this starting staff a new 
new life. We'll call it that. They've, they've got new life now. You know, they know that they don't have to go out and, and try to you know, punch out 15, 20 guys, which I don't even know. Is, is, is that even a thing? Has, has there been like a – yeah, I mean, you look back at, at Kerry Wood back in 1998 who, yeah, had 20 strikeouts. So it has happened before. Probably not in this day and age, but back then in the early to late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, so – um, answer my own question there. But anyways, uh, Luis Garcia, definitely another guy to watch. I mean, like I mentioned, Scion candidate, he's definitely going to be fun uh, as he continues to work with, I mean, the, even the, the, the coaches, the, the, pitching, the coaching staff. I mean, there's no, no more Brent Strom. Brent Strom is gone. He's with the Diamondbacks now. But you can see what these guys that uh, are, are, are now in uh, pitching coachings, Pitching coaches, excuse me, what they've been able to do with with Garcia and kind of been able to harness him a little bit. Hmm. Okay, I can't seem to find it, but anyways, it, I found it with Berlander, and he was kind of mixing in his his good mix with the slider and his fastball, and he was locating everything well. But I can't seem to find that with Luis Garcia. So, anyways, I'll, I'll do that. And I'll post it on social media uh, later on. But anyways, I mean, Luis Garcia is another guy. But all in all, this Astros team. Great series win against the Minnesota Twins. A series sweep. They head off now into uh, to face the Washington Nationals, which is a rematch of the 2019 World Series. But uh, game one of the series against the Nationals will be Framer Valdez versus Sonny Gray. And in game two will be Christian Javier going against Eric Friedi. Uh, Feedy, and then in game three will be Justin Verlander going up against Patrick Corbin. So. A lot of great things coming into that series against the Nationals. So it's going to be fun to watch. I think it's going to be exciting. I think the Astros can, will continue their win streak against this Nationals team that continues to struggle there in the National League East. So, But uh, all in all, great series win for the Astros as they improve to team as they improve to 21 and 11 and uh, currently are in first place by half a game over the Los Angeles Angels. So going to be fun. It's going to be a great weekend of baseball. Got custom college baseball coming up this weekend. Some co- uh, conference tournament championships this weekend. And uh, we've got Major League Baseball. We've got Minor League Baseball. So a lot of baseball this weekend. So hopefully we can keep up with it and uh, keep you on track of your favorite team. So that's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can follow the show on all the major podcast platforms, Apple, Google, or Spotify. You can follow the show on Twitter, Instagram, at and Facebook at Texas Baseball Report or at TexasBaseballReport.com. That's going to do it for this episode. Be sure if you have any questions, call in. That number is 210-263-3253. That's going to do it for this episode, guys. Take care.